Welcome to the Higher Ground Podcast, a show that equips you with kingdom truth, inviting you to take hold of the Father's heart and mind concerning you and your assignment on this side of eternity. Let grace and light flood your way as you listen on this episode. And today I want us to consider the power in a name. Every one of us here has a name. I have a name. I just said my name is Beth. Every one of us here has a name has a name. The organizations we work in, the offices, the businesses we work for have names. It is not just, just by coincidence that names just exist for the sake of it. Names give identity. Name gives identity. When you say I come from a certain family, that name, you identify with that particular family because that's where you're coming from. The name of a family. Some families have power that we all know them. Isn't it? Some families are so powerful just because by the name. If we mention some families here, you know them. Because of the name that they carry, the name. Names bring authority. Names announce you. Names introduce you. Names accord you status. Names accord you status. If I said that from the Kenyatta family, all of you would carry me in a certain way. Because of the name that I come carrying. Isn't it? Names open doors. There are some places you'll go and you just say, my name is so and so. Doors and gates and windows, everything happens. Everybody stands straight because of the name that you come bear. But there are names that are territorial. They open a, a whole continent. That just by name, the name of a person, it would open the entire continent of Africa. If we say Joe Biden is coming to Africa or he's coming to Kenya, that name, that name makes people start putting their houses in order. That name causes things to be done in a certain way because of the power that that name comes with. You and I have a name. But the name that I want us to talk about this morning is a name that is above every other, the name of Jesus. We have been given the name, the name of Jesus. And that name is none like other. It's none, cannot be compared to the names that I have mentioned. Cannot be compared to kings, to thrones. Cannot be compared to anything. The name of Jesus. We congregate this morning because of the name of Jesus. We speak of salvation because of the name of Jesus. That name is mystery. That name is a dimension. That name is a place in the realm of the spirit. It is not just a name. It is not just a name, the name of Jesus. That name causes kingdoms to tremble. The name of Jesus, it causes things to shake. Things that we see and many that we do not see. They shake when we, when we testify, when we call the name of Jesus, when we mention the name of Jesus. At the mere mention of that name, things change. Hallelujah. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. What is in a name? What is in a name? You know, we love to speak of names. We love to be identified with people that bear names, you know? We love to be identified with some certain names. There are some certain names you want to be associated with. There are some certain schools you want to be associated with. Just because of the name. Oh, I went to Alliance. Yeah. The people who went to Alliance, 
you know, they bring that name even 20 years later after they went to that school. They still want to rub it on our shoulder, I mean, on, on our faces that I went to Alliance, you know. There are other name, people, other people who, have, who like to drop names, you know. I had a friend who likes to drop names that, you know, I was with so-and-so the other day. They drop big names. They drop big names. They drop names that you want to ask them, uh-huh. And then there are people who drop names because they feel by dropping that name, there's a certain way people are going to see them. There are some certain offices that you just say, I was sent. You know, in Kenya, you say, it's not even about, I saw a joke the other day that says, in Kenya, it's not about the CV or your qualifications. The name of the person who sent you matters in this country. The name that I was sent by so-and-so. Uh-uh. By the end of the day, you have a job. You have that contract. You have that position. But now we carry the name that is above every other. That name should announce you. That name announces you in the realm of the spirit. That name distinguishes you. That name is not a light name. That name is not a name to be used anyhow. I want us to read some scriptures. I want us to read the, our Bibles, the book of Isaiah. We're going to do a bit of reading this morning. The book of Isaiah, uh, chapter 9. The book of Isaiah, chapter 9. I'm going to read a scripture that sounds like it's... Uh, we use it at some certain times. Isaiah chapter 9, are we there? And verse 6. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. We'll read and up to verse 7. Note that, put your, uh, your finger there. Then we are going to read from Colossians chapter 1. We'll be reading from verse 15 to verse 20. And then we are going also to read Philippians chapter 2, uh, verse 9 up to uh, 11. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6, the Bible says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Verse 7 says, Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment, and with justice from henceforth, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Amen. Colossians uh, chapter 1, verse 15 to 20. All right. Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 to 20. The Bible says, verse 15, Who is the image of the invincible God, the firstborn of every creature? Verse 16, For by him were all things created, that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible. Whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. Philippians chapter 2 verse 9 to 11 verse 9, the Bible says, Wherefore God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Thank you so much. Father, we thank you for the reading of your word. And we thank you, Lord, for what you're speaking to us this morning. The power in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. Amen. So the name of Jesus the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus, what does it mean? The name of Jesus means Savior, our Savior. 
right? The name of Jesus. It comes from the Hebrew word Yeshua. That means the Lord is salvation. The Lord is salvation. But this morning we are speaking the name Jesus Christ. You know, the name Jesus is a very common Jewish name. Even uh, in Europe, in some countries in Europe, you'll find people called Jesus. But the Jesus we are speaking of this morning, the Jesus that we are here discussing this morning, is Jesus the Christ. Jesus the Christ. And the name Christ also comes from the Greek word Christos, which means the anointed one. Christos, which means the anointed one. It also translates to Messiah. In Hebrew, it translates to the Messiah. The Messiah. The anointed one. God, our Savior. Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus was fully man and Jesus was fully God. Amen. Jesus was fully God. In every way, Jesus was God. But he was also man that he walked on this earth that you and I walk on. He came. He came that we might see. He came in the bodily and in the human nature, the human form, like a human being. But Jesus was completely God. He was the son of God. But was, he was not just the son of God. He was also God. He's also God. Jesus, the Bible says, he, the son, the father, they are one. They are one. The son and the father, they are one. So when we speak about the name of Jesus, this name that we've read, we've just read the book of Philippians says, and his name has been lifted above every name. His name, the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus. And before even we continue, I want to tell you that Jesus was not given this name by his father or his mother. Jesus was not given the name Jesus by Mary. He was announced by an angel. His name came from the throne room of God. He was announced and Mary, when the angel Gabriel appeared to Mary and he said, and you are going to bear a son and his name will be, you see our names you are given by our parents. Your name you are given to you by your parents, isn't it? When you are born, they give you a name and probably you don't know what your name means. And I want to I challenge you today. If you do not know the meaning of your name, make it and find out what does my name mean? Both the baptism name that we call our first names or we call them our Christian names and also the other names that we carry, our family names, our surnames, make carry because names manifest, names show up. The name, the name that you are given. In the Bible we see at some times God changed the names of people. God, because names matter before God. Names matter. God wouldn't have changed the name of Abraham from Abraham to Abraham if it didn't matter. If it didn't stand for anything. Because God doesn't do things just for the sake of doing them. God doesn't just do things for the sake of doing them. When the name, the name of Jesus and the Bible has a lot to say about names. And one of the things that kept coming on me as I was preparing for today's sermon is that God says, I will give you a new name. I will give you, I will call you by a new name. And this was the words in the Bible. That I will give you a new name. There's something about new. And when you're given a new name. Apostle Paul, his name was Saul to Paul. His name was changed from Saul to Paul. Because God was probably calling some certain things. In the character of Paul and what he had called him to do. And the vision and the ministry and the work that was before him. 
And his name was changed from Saul to Paul. God changes our names. Amen. God changes your name and my name. And indeed God has changed. If you're born again, our names have been changed. That my name is not just Beth. My, my name has everything to do with what God calls me. And what he says I am. We were rejected. We were defeated. We were living in some certain things that didn't reflect God. But when we come to God, he calls us a new creation. He calls us by a new name. The name of Jesus. Don't lose it. We are discussing today the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus has the ability. The name of Jesus has the ability to answer prayer. The name of Jesus is a key. Hallelujah. The name of Jesus is a key. Please just mark again the name new because I kept feeling new. New. And I know number eight, we're in the month of August. And number eight stands for new beginnings. There's something new that God is doing in your life and in my life. There's something new that God is doing. Number eight signifies new beginnings. It stands for new beginnings. I was wondering, how do I rope this in? Because I kept feeling new and I want to discuss the name of Jesus. But then I discovered even when we come to Jesus and the name of Jesus, it shifts us to new things. Hallelujah. When we pray in the name of Jesus, we are not punctuating prayer. When we say in the name of Jesus, it's not a punctuation to prayer. It is we are invoking the authority that carries and bears that name. When you mention the name of Jesus, something in the realm of the spirit, you might not see it, you might see it, but something happens. Even when we are praying and we say the name of Jesus, you know, it's not like we are posting so that we take a breath. It's the name of Jesus. We realize, we recognize the power in the name of Jesus. We realize the power that that name carries. The name of Jesus. And you know, many of us, I said, in the generation we are living in, we like to look for names. And as I said, we like to be identified with certain names. Because sometimes names define callings. Names define vision, isn't it? Names define boundaries. Names decide the culture of how we do things. For example, if you work for one institution and they have this name, they, then you go to another and you say the name, the way they do things in that institution is completely different from the way they do this other name. From, from the way they do it in this other institution. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Are you with me? Hallelujah. The name of Jesus comes with authority. We speak about brand names all the time. Some big brand names, you know. There are some brand names that cause people to shake, isn't it? Brand names like Apple. Amen. Names like Apple. That people want to carry gadgets, watches. Even now we know we wear Apple. You want, because you want to be identified by that brand, isn't it? And brands are expensive. And the people who got brand, the people who study brand, they work hard because they know to destroy the, a brand takes very a short time. But to build a brand takes time. Isn't it? Some brand names are big. Big brand names. Big. And those are the names we want to be associated with. So much so that if we were having an event for us, hallelujah, the name of Jesus opens doors. 
The name of Jesus is keys. Hallelujah. The other name that as I was preparing, the other thing that I kept feeling in my spirit, and maybe this one will get to know with time as we go. More and more as I was preparing even about the name of Jesus, two other words spoke, stood before me and I, could, can't, can't, I couldn't shake myself out of this. And these were doors and keys. Please note down, doors and keys. Doors and keys. Doors and keys. Jesus in the book of John chapter 10 and verse 9, he said, I am the door. I am the door. Hallelujah. Identity that is superior to the identity given to you by men. And you have, when you are sent somewhere, you are sent to a certain organization, you are sent to a certain office and you are going there to introduce yourself. As you are introducing yourself with all the other titles that you carry. Never forget there is another name that you carry. The name that is superior to all. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Jesus said in the book of John chapter 6 and verse 35. John chapter 6. He said I am the bread of life. Jesus said I am the bread of life. Again, the name of Jesus. We are hungry. We are hungry and thirsting for things. We are thirsting for success. We are hungry to be, to walk in some certain levels, even in ministry. But unless we embrace the name of Jesus, he says, I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life. Eat of me. When we take the Holy Communion, we say, what are we having? The body of Jesus. We are having his bruised body. Who took our place upon the cross. He took our place. The body. He says, I am the bread of life. Are you hungry and life has beaten you left, right and center? And you're feeling confused. You're feeling like things have run you down. You need to eat of the bread of life. And his name is Jesus. You need to eat and feed the bread of life. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. Then he says in the book of John chapter 10, verse 11 and 14, he says, I am the good shepherd. I am the good shepherd. I am the good shepherd. The Bible has a lot to say about and gives examples that people can identify with, you know. It, it gives examples people can identify with. I mean, I'm sure if you went to the pastoralist uh, tribes or... Yeah, the pastoralist tribes of Kenya, they understand who a shepherd is very well. Or people who are in farming and they are a shepherd. But a shepherd, you know, you can, you can picture and you can see sheep. They are somewhere in the grounds, they are feeding. But the shepherd is there looking after them. And today we have Jesus looking after us. He says, I am the good shepherd. You are the sheep. I am your shepherd. And we say, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He leads my path. That's Jesus. That is Jesus. Have you allowed him to shepherd your life? Have you allowed him to shepherd you the course of life? To lead you to green pastures. Along streams of water. To quench you. To lead you. A shepherd will never see any of his sheep go astray and he's just watching them. But you must allow the sheep, allow Jesus to shepherd you. Allow him to lead you in the business of life. Hallelujah. 
Jesus is a good shepherd. Jesus, that name as we call him, as we call him the good shepherd. And maybe you're wondering, how will my life be next year? How will be my life be by, by December? Or how will my life be? Because I don't know. I am not sure of the decisions I'm making. I am not sure. Allow the good shepherd to shepherd you. Hallelujah. Are you feeling like you're lost in this world? Are you feeling like you, 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 you don't know? Maybe you're boxing the wall or boxing the shadows. And you feel like you don't have clarity of what you're doing. Clarity of where you're going. Clarity of who you are. Do you know your purpose for sure? Allow the good shepherd. Jesus Christ to shepherd you and to lead you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are we together? Praise the Lord. Are you with me? Allow the good shepherd. Allow the good shepherd. Another one of my favorite, and this was one of my favorite of favorites. It's not that I have one of these that is not favorite. But John chapter 8 and verse 12. Jesus said, I am the light. Amen. I am the light of the world. I am the light. We live in a world full of darkness. Full of darkness. Darkness on the north. Darkness in the south. Darkness all over the universe. Darkness. 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 All around us. Because the darkness you're speaking about is also the spiritual darkness. People are living and walking in darkness. They are falling over because they cannot see. You cannot see where you are going. You cannot see what you are doing. Try living in a room at night without any light. And tell me how enjoyable is that experience. But Jesus in the book of John chapter 8 and verse 12. He introduces and he says, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. And the Bible says a lot about light. And even says, even us, we are the light of the world. We are after Jesus. We are after Jesus. We are like him in every way. He lives on the inside of us. And he's seated high. And the Bible says, we are seated with Christ. You are the light. And in this world, we must shine our light. Shine your light. Shine your shine, they say. Shine the light that you carry. But that light you carry is not because of anything else. It is not because you are very prayerful. Hallelujah. It is not because you prayed and fast. But it is because Jesus, the light of the world, lives within you. Hallelujah. Jesus, the light of the world. This world is full of darkness. Our homes have darkness. And we have to shine the light of Jesus. And when we call the name of Jesus, one of the things we invoke, one of the ways he manifests when we call that name, is that he causes his light to shine over us and upon us and in us and within us. Amen. He causes his light to shine. When we call the name of Jesus, let me tell you, when we call the name of Jesus and we mention the name of Jesus, we are calling many things. We are calling many things. We are calling him the bread of life. We are calling him the door that, that has given, that needs to give me access. Access to kings. Access to my next level. Access to the things that I do not have but I need. Access. 
access to knowledge, access as pathways, access to doors, access to places, access to people, access Jesus. But as we call him the most important, he, he also the light. When we call the name of Jesus, he shines his light. Is there confusion in any part of your life? You need to call Jesus. You need to call the name of Jesus. Call the name of Jesus. Call the name of Jesus. Call Jesus. That he is the light of the world. The other one he said, I am the resurrection and the life. John 11 verse 25. Jesus said, I am the resurrection. And I am the life. Jesus, he died, he rose again, he conquered death and hell. And he's alive forevermore. He is resurrection. And there are things that are dead in your life. There are things that are dead in my life. And as we call the name of Jesus, those things come to life. Hallelujah. The life of Jesus, the life of Christ, the life of Christ lives within us, lives within me. And we must manifest the life of Jesus. He conquered temptation. Hallelujah. And now we are tempted in every slight way and we fall and we say, I was just tempted. Jesus overcame temptation. He had fasted for 40 days. He was hungry. He needed everything to eat. Imagine coming from a fast. Have you tried going to a fast? Then you go to a fast. Maybe you come up. And then you are so hungry. You are very hungry. Everything in you wants some food. If somebody presented to use that food at that moment, probably you would just say, yes, I need to eat. I am so hungry. When you're fasting, you're so hungry. And you just want, and then you say, I was tempted. Oh, I was fasting one day and was fasting two days. And then you say, but I fell. I was tempted because someone offered me lunch. Jesus was offered things by Satan, by the devil, the enemy. He was coming from the wilderness. And he was offered and he overcame. He overcame. And we have the nature of Jesus within us. We must overcome temptation. We must not be falling over every single temptation that comes our way. Temptation to lie. Temptation to sin. Temptation to compromise our faith and our integrity. And you say, oh, I was just but tempted. We must overcome temptation. Hallelujah. Because we bear with us, we carry the nature of Jesus. Hallelujah. And then he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the way. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the way. I feel like God is telling us here, yeah, we are looking for a way to do something. Call on the name of Jesus. How are you? Which way? How, which way do I take God? How do I even go about it? Call the name of Jesus. He is the way. But not only he is the way, he is the truth. He is the truth. He is the truth. The other day, I, I was very, um, I was having a discussion. We were in a group of, group of very many people, Africans drawn from different, uh, different countries just this week. And one, more, one of the people there um, quoted Google. There's something he was co uh, uh, talking about, and then he quoted Google. He was rebuked. <laughs> he was told, Google is not an authority. It's a search engine, you know? <laughs> he was rebuked so badly, I felt mercy for the guy. And he was saying, and you know, we all turn to, to Google, isn't it? 
Google is the other brand name that you want to say, oh, I work for Google, you know, I work for. But he said, that is not the truth because the person who was challenging him was saying, that is not the truth. What you're saying is not facts. It's not factual. It's not the entire truth because you are here quoting for us Google. Google is not an authority. Tell your neighbor Google is not an authority. Yeah, Google has never been, will never be an authority. But Google is a search engine that we use every day. And the reason I'm saying this is because Jesus is the truth. You will never quote Jesus and you're told you're of the truth. Jesus is the truth. He is the truth so very far away from lies. He's, him and lies cannot exist together. He is the truth. And many times in our lives we are faced with things and we think they are half truths, very near truths, some things that are, look like truth but they are not truth. And they so look like truth. So much so that you need to be discerning to tell the difference between truth and an almost truth. The why discernment comes in in our lives is not to help us to tell between a lie and a truth. It's for us to be able to tell between truth and almost truth. Because in this world we have things that are posing like truth and they are not truth. Jesus is the truth. He said, I am the truth. Whichever way you are looking at, whatever way you are looking at, solutions you are looking to solve, problems that you are looking to solve, solutions you are looking for, look for Jesus, call the name of Jesus. It's the name of Jesus that you need. It's the name of Jesus that will give you the truth about who you are. The world will never tell you who you are. The world will never tell you who you are. What you can do, the abilities, the beautiful things that are deposited within you. The world will never tell you the truth. The world, the Bible says the father of this world is the father of lies, isn't it? He's the prince of this world. But we have truth in Jesus. If you want to know truth of who I am, truth God of what am I dealing with. That you might find yourself that I'm dealing with something but I do not know what it is. Ask Jesus. He will reveal it to you. He is truth. He is truth. The name Jesus is not even the power of God. Hallelujah. The name Jesus is not the power of God. The name Jesus is not what God can do. The name Jesus is not about the miracles God can do. The name Jesus is embodiment of who God is. The name of Jesus. We, we read in Colossians. You probably are wondering why, what is she talking about. I'm referring to where Libel read for us. Colossians. Colossians. Let us just go back there again. We are Colossians chapter 1. Verse 15. Je the name Jesus is not even about the power. But it's about God himself. The name Jesus. That he says he is the image of the invisible God. The firstborn of all creation. For by him, hallelujah. For by him all things were created. Things in heaven, things in on earth. Whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. All things were created by him. And for him, he is before all things. 
And in him, all things hold together. My life cannot hold together. Your life cannot hold together. We cannot do ministry without Jesus. We are incomplete. We are powerless. We are defeated without Jesus. We are a people that are so lost. We are a people that are so confused. We are nothing without Jesus. We are nothing without Jesus. In him, in Jesus, all things hold together. How will you deal with the things in your bloodline, if, you, if not by the name of Jesus? How will you deal with the things in, in your family? How will you deal in the things facing the country of Kenya? How will you deal with the places where God has sent you to be as a solution without Jesus? How else can you do, if not by the name of Jesus? If there's a weapon you need to perpetually carry 24-7, 24 hours, 7, even when you're sleeping, is the name of Jesus. That anything else might escape your mouth. And anything else might escape who you are. But never lose sight of the name of Jesus. And the authority that you carry in that name. How else are we going to raise the dead? How else are we going to do ministry? How else are we going to sing songs that brings light and hope and lifting and change atmospheres if not by the name of Jesus? The authority we carry is in the name of Jesus. When we pray, we say in Jesus' name. We are invoking power and authority and dominion and a dimension in the realm of the spirit. When we say we pray in the name of Jesus. Some people get uncomfortable by that name. Some people would rather you mention every other name. But don't dare you mention the name of Jesus. Because it makes them uncomfortable. Because it unsettles them. It unsettles them. That name. That name unsettles some places that you walk in and you say, I'm here in the name of Jesus. Even if you're not audibly doing it, because you're not going to an office, <laughs> and you are there waiting for something, or you're there negotiating a contract, negotiating a business deal, negotiating a salary, and in the name there, you, uh -uh, you can't bring the name of Jesus. Even Papa tells us, ah, some things require wisdom, eh? You require wisdom. But again, it does not, you must appropriate that name properly. Appropriate the name of Jesus. In the Bible, there's a, there's a story of some people who were observing Peter and John in the book of Acts. They're called sons of Sceva. You know them? They were saying these people are using the name of Jesus. These people are using the name of Jesus. So even as we know, some man down the street who has some demons, let's go and deal. We are also going to use the name of Jesus. Allah what happened to them it's because when you use that name you must first of all be in Jesus to use that name that is not a name to use carelessly you are throwing it left right, uh, right and center the sons of Sceva thought that just by the mentioning but they had not acknowledged who Jesus is they were not walking in the revelation that Peter and John were walking in to call and invoke the power in the name of Jesus it requires revelation that I can use this name as a weapon. It's a weapon of war. Hallelujah. The name of Jesus is a weapon of war. It is how we do mass destruction. Hallelujah. It is how we do mass destruction. By invoking the power of the name of Jesus. From today henceforth, I want you to, when you go to prayer, 
when you're even in fasting, when you go to prayer, many times even the authority you have, it's not just because you prayed, but it's because you are walking in Jesus. And you're using the authority in that name. Doors open, not because we just prayed, but doors will open for us because we are invoking the name of Jesus. The answer to that name, hallelujah. Territories answer to that name. Hallelujah. Territories, spirits, principalities, powers, rulers, authorities, they answer to that name. They answer to that name. And we have been taught that life is spiritual. We have been taught we are doing battle every other time. And one of the ways that we must use is the name above every other name. The name of Jesus. Another instance, Peter and John were going to, the Bible says it at the hour of prayer and they were going to pray. And they found a cripple in the book of Acts. They found a cripple and he was asking for arms. He was asking for help from them. He was asking for a few coins. Just like many times we ask for help that we do not even need, isn't it? Sometimes you don't know what you need. It is important to ask Jesus, God help me realize what do I need? Because I may be thinking what I need is money. While in all this time what I need is not exactly money. It is free, it's freedom that I need. I need to be set free. So this cripple was asking. Peter and John, he was laying his hands. That he may be given as they were going to the temple. The hour of prayer. And before I even go on. There may be some of us. You think what you need so much is money. My sister, my brother. It's not money. Money has its place. Money answers all things the Bible says. Money does transactions. But there are other superior transactions that money cannot do. There are transactions money cannot do for you and for me. You might be thinking I need a connection here and there. But there are transactions that are transacted by the name of Jesus. Silver and gold will do things for you. Silver and gold, and it's good, and it will make you enjoy life. Silver and gold will make life easy for you. It is true. Money has its power. Money has its place. And we need money. We need it, a lot of it. But sometimes, all our solutions cannot just be provided for by money. Finances are not the answer we need all the time. We need another name that does other superior transactions. That changes and alters your, your bloodline completely. And it, it alters your tangent, your trajectory, the trajectory you are on. When you call the name of Jesus, it alters completely. So here there are two things. You need to know, ask God, help me God to know what, what help do I need? Maybe the help I need may come in, 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 in the form of a person. And all other time I'm thinking it's money that I need. And maybe the help I need, I need our mom, Pastor Lorraine. I need Pastor Justo. I need Liber. Sometimes ask God to clearly understand what am I dealing with and what kind of help do I need. Because I feel sometimes things are not changing and moving in our lives because we are there knocking the wrong doors. And also using the wrong keys. I told you keys and doors. That you must know that the key that starts your car is not the key that will open your house. Isn't it? The key for every season of your life. 
Do you know the season of your life you are in? Do you know the keys that you need to? One of the things that we must as a children of God is the ability to decipher correctly. And I think we prayed this when we were doing prayer. Therefore, God, I need to understand what seasons of my life I am in. That I will not be a busybody running my life, getting so tired, but accomplishing nothing at the end of it all. I need to know what season of my life I am in. And I need to know the keys to use in this, in this season of my life. But again, to Peter and John, they were asking the cripple. The cripple was asking them for money. But they told the cripple, silver and gold have we none. But such as we have, we give to you. Hallelujah. Silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And the cripple rose and walked. Rise and you need to say, silver and gold have I none. Silver and gold, but such as I have. And every one of us seated here, as long as you have confessed Jesus as the savior of your life, you have that power. You have that thing that I don't have silver, but what I have, I will give to you. And in the name of Jesus, I command things to happen. I command things by that name. When I mention the name of Jesus, the entire of the surroundings answer to that name. They don't answer because we pray so hard. They don't answer because we shout so hard. They don't answer even because we, we fasted. They answer because the name of Jesus. Once we release that name in the atmosphere, these surroundings, Nairobi West answers to the name of Jesus. Thrones answer to the name of Jesus. Territorials and territorial spirits, territories, territories answer to the name of Jesus. The problems in our lives, they will not answer because you're looking for a connection from Uncle X and Uncle A. Or you're looking for MC and all those people can help you. They have their place. By the way, I'm not undermining that there is a place where men can help you. There are many because God uses men to help us. And God uses men to lift us and to, to bless us. But there are things that you need the name of Jesus. Because even those people, unless God helps them and even puts in them a burden to help you and to walk with you, it may answer and utter nothing. It may avail to nothing. But the name of Jesus, the name above every name, it's the name of Jesus that is a key to every answer prayer, every prayer that we make. When we pray, we pray in the name of Jesus. We pray in the authority of that name. It's because we realize that name brings authority. That name carries with it authority. That name causes and brings solutions my way. That name shifts things to my favor. The I have other names, but no name will ever match or equal or stand in the name of Jesus. Or compared to the name of Jesus. Yes you have all the names you need. Yes you have every other name. Yes you have all these brand names. But none of them is like the name of Jesus. How do you use that name? In your life. How are you using the name of Jesus? When you pray. Do you realize you are carrying with you power. Power. Destructive power. Mass destruction kind of power. The name of Jesus. 
That sometimes you don't even need to pray so hard. That sometimes you don't even need so and so to lay hands on you. You just need to say, in the name of Jesus. And things change to your favor. And your life changes and things align. By when, uh, when we call on the name of Jesus. The fullness of God dwells in the name of Jesus. It dwells in Jesus, the fullness of God. And he reconciles all things to himself. In whatever you do, child of God, in whatever you do, wherever you go, whatever you do, do not ever forget the name of Jesus. I want us to pray and I want to, to invite our mom to come and pray for us. I just want her to, to invite her to come and pray for us. The name of Jesus. The name that's giving you access to rooms, to doors, to places. The name of Jesus. Thanks for listening on this episode of the High Ground Podcast. Before we go, show some love for your favorite podcast by leaving us a review on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, or on any streaming platform that you're listening on. Be sure to subscribe and turn on the notifications so that you get alerted next time we have something new on the show. Much love from Pastor Lorene and the rest of the High Ground family. Until next time, Kingdom Blessings. Thank you.